Welcome to the Odd and Offbeat Podcast. Oddballs, welcome to the Odd and Offbeat podcast, hosted by myself, Mr. Matthew Baker, and the panic-stricken Louis Fox. That's right. I am so freaking out right now. <laughs> I only say that because we went to the haunted house last night. <laughs> we did. And you were not scared at all. No, but I was also on the back of seven people. Yeah, I like how you were like, I'm going to let my daughter and her, <laughs> her friend go her in friend front. Her friend and Erica go in front. <laughs> They'll take the sniper hits. <laughs> Yeah, so we went to a no-contact haunted house. Yes. Normally, a very popular and scary haunted house with 30 to 50 actors. Yes. And last night, no actors, all animatronic things that jump out at you and lots of air. Lots of air being shot, like pressure. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Their air compressor built through the roof. (laughs) Yeah, it was uh, it was pretty fun, man, and it made me start thinking about the best haunted house I have ever been to, and it was in Georgia where they do haunted houses, right? Is that the one where they have the one the haunted house where the guy like beat you up? No, that's a different one. Okay. We've talked about that in the past. Yeah, but this one was you pay like six dollars extra on top of the haunted house, and they put you on the back of a truck, and it's like a zombie control. They got these zombies walking through the field, uh-huh. and you shoot them with paintballs. Oh wow, it's amazing. And they like, there's this whole like zombie outbreak scene and they talk to you and they're like, we got to clear out this wooded area from these zombies. You got to take them down. <laughs> Here's a paintball gun. Yeah, it's, pretty, it's, it's pretty awesome. Like, I know you're like doing like headshots. Uh, yeah, they don't say don't shoot for the head. <laughs> it's a paintball. I mean, they're pretty well padded and yeah. I think they're wearing. So know. how much would you need to get paid to be a zombie there? Uh, I'm guessing. No, would you? To, for me to be a zombie, yeah. 25 bucks an hour. All right, how much do you think they're getting paid? $11 an hour. Probably under the table, too. <laughs> they're probably doing it for free. Yeah. It's probably inmates of community service. That's why they're walking so slow. They got the cha- shackles around their They're all chained together. <laughs> Nobody knows. <laughs> I, it, was, it was fun, man. And it was quite expensive, I thought, for... It was like the self-guided haunted house. Yes, yeah. They didn't even give you a, a map. Yeah, right? it's like tw- it was twenty bucks, and we walked through it in what maybe fifteen minutes. Yeah, maybe? I think it was pricey, but at the end of the day, like look at what we do, and we've had to adjust stuff. It's not the same. But are you adjusting your price? Well, I don't have people do a self-guided tour through my show. <laughs> you should. <laughs> this is where I would normally <laughs> fail on doing a trick. <laughs> I guess like self I guess it would be like a pre-recorded video. Essentially, yeah. it would be the same. And no, I do not drop my price for that. <laughs> See, there you go. <laughs> it's different, Louie. Well, I would imagine I having never been to this particular haunted house before. My daughter's friend had been before, and she enjoyed it. Uh huh. You know, they had to ad- probably adjust a lot of stuff. Mm. So they're they're investing a lot of capital to making it their first time ever doing this. They do have some experience. What do you work for the the haunted, haunted house. house union or something? <laughs> what is this spin? So a uh, big announcement today. I was elected president <laughs> yes. of the haunted house guild. <laughs> All right, Louis, let's get to some stories. Let's do it.
Now it's time for some weird news. The story comes from oilcitynews.com. That's a news source more reliable than getting a taco at a subway. They don't do Taco Tuesdays at the subway? No, they don't do Sandwich Saturdays at the, the subway. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so oil news. Oil city so news. Oil, sorry, oil city news. Big old headline to... Uh, Send in your big your big game hunting picture. Yes. You could become master of the hunt and get a $100 Cabela's uh, gift card. So, you know, Louie and I, we go through stories early in the morning and we talk about which ones might be fun to do. And when you said this particular one and the headline goes, Subway bread isn't bread, Irish court says, I was like... What the hell is subway bread? I thought it was like the underground transportation. (laughs) I was like, is that some sort of specific type of thing that they sell in the, you know, the underground in England? (laughs) This is some weird New York City yeast. It didn't even like (laughs) register to me that this was like the subway, the restaurant. Yes. Yes, it is. All right. So it goes, Ireland. The subway, the restaurant is some weird underground. (laughs) (laughs) Story goes, Ireland's Supreme Court has ruled that bread sold by the fast food chain Subway contains so much sugar that it cannot be legally defined as bread. I like how somewhere there's some dude who's pretending he's health conscious going, I'm going to fight this all the way to the Supreme Court. <laughs> and it happened. It's not, it's considered cookie bread now. Yeah, they need favorite. to rename it if it's not bread. What is it? It's dessert sandwiches. It's dessert sandwiches. <laughs> You're at the steakhouse and then you eat your steak dinner and then the, the waiter comes by and he's like, would you like a selection of our dessert sandwiches? <laughs> like, what sort of bread? Bread would you like? We have Asiago, we have wheat, we have uh, carrot muffin. And brownie. And brownies. <laughs> and and for if you want a spicy evening, we have the weed brownie. <laughs> Sandwich. With lettuce, tomato, mayonnaise, <laughs> drizzle with olive oil. I'm trying to eat healthy. Can I have the BLT? What kind of bread? Brownie. <laughs> the brownie lettuce tomato. <laughs> What's the B in the BLT? The ruling came in a tax dispute brought by Bookfinders LTD, an Irish subway franchisee, which argued that some of its takeaway products, including teas, coffees, and heated sandwiches, were not liable for value-added tax. Who names their subway corporation Bookfinders? Like, you're trying to hide Barry something in the tax. Yeah, right? They're using subway to scrub, clean their books. Yeah. They're laundering money through the subway. (laughs) It's like the weirdest Irish Breaking Bad. (laughs) Your bread is not bread because it's all meth. (laughs) Actually, we found that uh, your bread was made of chopped up human body parts, (laughs) traces of money, and cocaine. And 10% sugar. (laughs) A panel of judges rejected the appeal Tuesday, ruling that the bread sold by Subway contains too much sugar to be categorized as a staple food which is not taxed. There is no dispute that the bread supplied by Subway in its heated sandwiches has a sugar content of 10% of the weight of the flour included in the dough, and thus exceeds the 2% specified, the judge read. The law makes the distinction between bread as a staple food and other baked goods, which are or approach confectionery or fancy baked goods, the judgment said. See, this just shows that Subway is the iceberg lettuce of sandwich shops. Pretty much, right? Subway disagreed with the characterization in a statement. Subway's bread is, of course... Bread, the company said in an email. We have been baking fresh bread in our restaurants for more than three decades, and our guests return each day for sandwiches made on bread that smells as good as it tastes. It's kind of a weird statement, right? Yeah. 
You know why they keep coming back? Because they're addicted to sugar. <laughs> yeah, you, like, I never go to a sandwich place every day, but I do eat sugar every day. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Bookfinders was appealing a 2006 decision by authorities who refused to refund a value-added tax payment. Lower courts had dismissed the case before it reached the Supreme Court. Wow, it's crazy that they literally took it all the way up. And then lost. To the Supreme Court of Ireland. I know. That's like a lower circuit district in the United <laughs> States. They're, uh, next week, they're discussing the distribution of red M&Ms in the packages. And if Almond Joy is better than Mounds. <laughs> it's a big, big day at the court. This <laughs> <Yes>, is huge. <laughs> Subway said it was reviewing the latest tax ruling. It added that the decision was based on an outdated bread exemption <laughs> set by the Irish government that was updated in 2012. It's not bread unless it has whiskey inside of it. That's pretty much, I think, how it's supposed to go, yeah. Right? The, the Irish gave us soda bread, beer bread, blood bread. <laughs> in bread. In bread. <laughs> <laughs> I've lived in Ireland, and I can honestly say, not, but the, you not lived... the best food. All right, but when you lived in Ireland, weren't you sponsored by Snickers? Yes. <laughs> so there you go. Which or, was... as I like to think of it. Asiago bread. Asiago. <laughs> I like to call it brown ha- hot dog bun. <laughs> this bread is made by the Mars Corporation. <laughs> Have you had these Hershey's crackers? That's amazing. What do you think, Louie? I'm glad that someone's like, I'm going to fight this all the way up. Yes. And then I'm glad when that person gets knocked down. What I think is, uh, you know, I would expect this to be fought in a more sort of health-conscious country. I ex- would expect it to be fought in Ireland more like in a duel. Yes. <laughs> uh, but yeah. You, you have to fight the Supreme Court judge. <laughs> Two steps. <laughs> single loaded pistol. <laughs> Andrew Jackson style. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. I think this is... I'm good for the Supreme Court to stand up to Subway and shame on you, Subway, for... Putting 10% sugar in your sandwiches, man. Come on. I, th- I thought you were the nutritious option to McDonald's and Burger King. I know. Turns out, not so much. Not so much. All right. Weird News Stories, pod duh. This story comes from foxnews.com. That's a news source more reliable than Richard Nixon's legendary appetite. <laughs> Interesting you say that, Louis. <laughs> really? Your jokes are now always <laughs> relaying to the stories that we're getting into. It's like watching a trailer right before you see the movie that you're about to watch. <laughs> Isn't that how it works? I don't go to movies because I don't like the... Getting COVID? Yeah, I don't like getting COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Carrie Lynn and Ella enjoy watching the previews of uh-huh. what's coming up and the ads and all that. But there's like half an hour. It of... is. It's exhausting. Yeah. It's like h- half a day's worth of, if you want to go see a movie in a theater, you got to take time off work. Yeah. You, you... got to like block out a whole day's <laughs> worth of. Clear my schedule. Yeah, pretty much, man. It's like half an hour of trailers before you even get to the movie but to get like a a prime seat too if you got a spot you like they get there like 20 minutes before the movie time see what i think why don't you put the trailers after the movie so that the people who want to watch them can sit exactly right and it's like i came in the movie i got did the movie all right anyways folks or you do the the pre-show 20 minutes before yes exactly all right so story goes 
Has nothing to do with what we were just talking about. <laughs> Story goes, Illinois man keeps sandwich Richard Nixon half ate 60 years ago. If you think about it, though, really, the sandwich is the pre-show to, mix, to Nixon pooping later. <laughs> the traditional 60th anniversary gift is a diamond. But what if it's a sandwich's anniversary? I would think uh, pearl olives. Yeah, I think like, I don't know. I think some some parsley. <laughs> like a little pickle on the <laughs> yeah. side. Some coleslaw. <laughs> A nice china plate. Yeah. <laughs> An Illinois man recently celebrated. Did you say Illinois? Yeah, I did. <laughs> An Illinois man recently celebrated the 60th anniversary of the day he grabbed then Vice President Richard Nixon's unfinished sandwich on September 22nd, 1960, when the politician was visiting his home town of Sullivan to give a speech. He has kept the sandwich ever since. I like how he marked the day on his calendar. He's like, first day I ever uh, drank a beer. No, not important. First day I ever kissed a girl? No, not. First day I stole Nixon's sandwich? Yes. First day? Like, there was multiple days? <laughs> when did you get married? I don't know. What day did you get Nixon's sandwich? September 22nd. What day did you get Nixon's fourth sandwich? <laughs> September 26th, duh. Yeah, and it is an unfinished sandwich, which is a classic Nixon, not yes. finishing his anything. <laughs> The Buffalo Barbecue Sandwich has gotten Steve Jen invited on several TV shows, including The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson. He even co-wrote a book about the sandwich that was published this year. Is it like a children's book from the view of the sandwich? <laughs> it's just photographs of the sandwich at all different angles. Aerial photos. <laughs> micro, 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 uh, micro photos. Yeah, you know, the, the, the sandwich gives his like TED Talk on living inside a jar. It's a New York Times bestseller. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nixon sandwich and the secrets that lie within. <laughs> Unpublished the, Nixon sandwich. The, the discovered tapes of the conversations that Nixon's sandwich had <laughs> in the cooler. You could probably sell this to some museum. A very pathetic museum, Carson joked about the paper plate on which the sandwich had been served. Now, I think the guy's end goal, he's way ahead of his time, this Steve guy. Yeah. He was going to make a Nixon Jurassic Park. <laughs> it's just Nixon's running around. <laughs> we found a, a mosquito that, that bit Nixon's lip and we created a million Nixons. <laughs> Female Nixon, so they can't breathe. And then Jeff Goldblum comes and goes, Nixon will find a way. (laughs) Nature's amazing. Nixon's amazing. And then Nixon bites the head off of (laughs) Jeff Goldblum. But somehow he survives and comes back in five Jurassic Parks later. But is it really Jeff Goldblum? Or or was it they took the blood off the teeth of the Nixon (laughs) that bit his head? (laughs) Gene, who was 14 at the time, told the Herald and review that his school let out early on the day of Nixon's visit. And what a different slice of time when, like, oh, president's coming to town. Everyone, Not even out. president. He was vice president at the time because he was vice president oh, yeah. to Eisenhower. Yeah, like, it's, it's such a weird slice of time where they're like, oh, look, the comptroller's coming to town. Everyone's out early. <laughs> Monster truck rally's in town. Out early. <laughs> yeah. Well, it used to be like the circus would come to town and be like, school's out, yeah. circus is in town. So his Boy Scout troop was enlisted to help with the event. His post was right behind the vice president at the park where he was served the sandwich as lunch before his speech. He took a couple of bites and commented how tasty, how good it was, Gene told the Herald and Review. When Nixon left, so did everybody else in the park, Gene said, but he stayed behind and that's when he noticed the remains of the sandwich. There's only one sandwich more famous than Nixon's half-eaten sandwich. Which is what? 
a half-eaten meatloaf sandwich left behind by meatloaf. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> I looked around and thought, if no one else was going to take it, I'm going to take it, he told the newspaper. I wonder if he took a bite. He had to have taken a bite. My lips touched. Yeah, I've now made out with everyone Nixon's made out with. Gene brought the sandwich home to his mother and asked her to preserve it, so she put it in a jar and stuck it in a freezer, according to the report. It stayed there until he moved out and put the sandwich in his own freezer. He's got it, like, there's got to be now, like, a Nixon sandwich selfie station in his town where you just like, take oh, a yeah. picture with, with the sandwich. How do you even authenticate that, though, right? DNA. Oh, I guess you could, right? I was I would guess teeth marks and where where his nose touched the sandwich. The imprint where, of the nose. Where where he plugged in the tape recorder to it. <laughs> this was either Pinocchio or Richard Nixon. <laughs> the sandwich remained mostly out of the public eye until nineteen eighty eight when a local newspaper story hit the wire services and went international. That led to Gene's tonight show appearance, where he was also given a half eaten snack from Carson and a paper plate from comedian Steve Martin. He later went on to receive souvenir sandwiches from a couple of other celebrities and appeared on the game show I've Got a Secret, according to the Herald and Review. I'm curious who these other celebrities are that they're not naming. They're like, was that someone who had like a brief glint of fame in, you know, 1974? Or was it someone that's an actual celebrity? Yeah, he's got a... Well, who knows? I mean, he's got like... He also has a Skittle that Liberace spat out. (laughs) (laughs) That would be amazing. He's got the shoe that was thrown at Bush. <laughs> he's got a lollipop that Taft licked once. <laughs> and he's got Roosevelt's wheelchair. <laughs> Gene told the newspaper he has no plans to get rid of the leftovers anytime soon. As long as I'm living, that sandwich will be stored in my freezer in a container that is labeled safe, don't throw away, he told the newspaper. When he dies, how much is it going to sell for at an auction? Um, or does it go to the Nixon Presidential Library and not even give common folk like us a chance to 800 get it? bucks. I bet Nixon sandwich because it has a bit of a pedigree. It's done. It's seen some stuff. That's mm. why it has a book written about it. It's a barbecue sandwich, right? Yeah. Man, I don't know. I'm, I'm guessing no more than eight hundred bucks. Seven grand. No way. That's not what I would pay for. It, no but that's way. What, seven grand. There's some Nixon fan out there in in his in his basement shining yeah, up his like microphone. Like the telegram that was sent right after Abraham Lincoln got shot and killed to announce to the paper that he was murdered was like. Ten grand. Yeah, but if Lincoln had taken a bite out of that telegram, <laughs> eighty-three grand. <laughs> All right. Well, you're missing the opportunity to clone. I'd buy Nixon. it for eight hundred dollar. I for eight hundred dollars, I'd buy it. You can't go into downtown Seattle and buy a barbecue sandwich for eight hundred dollars. <laughs> I'm a vegetarian, but I do have <laughs> Nixon's barbecue sandwich that he when he's vice president. Yeah, yeah. Like if you're a vegan, could you buy that? Oh yeah, totally. You're like yeah, as long as you don't yeah, intend yeah. to eat it. Yeah. So what do you think about this, Louie? I love that this dude saw a relic, kept it, and it's his thing now. I love it, man. I think it's great. You know, way to look forward and say, yeah, this could be a piece of history someday. Yeah. Especially, like, if he died right after, like, from that barbecue sandwich. (laughs) Or or he became, like, vegetarian the next day. Yeah, right? This is the last sandwich he ever ate. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I like it. I think this is hilarious, and I would love to purchase it from him. You should send him a note. You should be like, well, what other sandwiches do you have to sell? Yeah, this I'll take is the, the half- sandwich collection. This is the half-eaten sandwich of the guy who has the half-eaten sandwich of Nixon. <laughs> That's what he should sell. There you go. <laughs> and for $300, he'll come and take a bite out of your sandwich. you got to provide the sandwich. At your, at your event. <laughs> I would hire that guy. <laughs> totally. <laughs> I like it. Yep. 
That's it for today, folks. I want to thank you so much for listening and ask for your help in giving us a five-star review That's wherever right. you got this podcast Hit us up at. with the Cinco. Yes, please. <laughs> and where can the fine people see Louis Fox this week? Um, on October 23rd, you can catch me on the CW Network's Masters of Illusion TV Ooh. show, 8 p.m. Booyaka, Sean! Yeah. Check him out on the CW. Yeah. The WB. <laughs> no, the CW is different from the WB. Oh, I thought it was the same thing. <laughs> No. The CW is like the WB had Dawson's Creek. The CW has Riverdale. Oh, okay. (laughs) Ryan's Creek. Yes. (laughs) Exactly. Okay, so check you out. Massive Illusion. Different from the last time you were Different from the last time. um, Repeat. Not a repeat. Not a repeat. They've replayed my first appearance like four times. Do you get residuals on that? I wish. Have you gotten a check for your work? Yeah. Yeah, I got, before I had done my set, they handed me a check. That's great. And so you will get residuals, most likely. I know they own it in perpetuity. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, because it's like a syndicated thing. I don't know how it is. Like, Because yeah. I still get checks from that James Corden appearance. Yeah, I think they're that... like 72 cents <laughs> for my internet downloads in Kazakhstan. Yeah, you're like, can you, um, come on, hook a brother up, 72 cents? It costs more to write the check than it did to actually the amount that the check is it for. It costs more to mail the check. Totally. <laughs> Absolutely. That's the industry that's so bloated. Can you imagine making so much money that you pay people and it costs you more to pay them than what you're paying them. Yeah, absolutely. So that's on October 23rd. Check out the CW, no longer the WB. <laughs> yes, it may have formerly been the WB. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, so check me out. I don't know what I'm doing. I haven't seen the official press release, so I just know I'm... You'll be on it. I'll be on it, and apparently I'm the lead-off act. Oh, cool. So so you don't have to sit through the other yeah, crap acts in that are out. on the show. Because well, last time I watched it... it I was, was only the second act. You had to sit through the first crap act to watch my crap act. Yeah, there wasn't a whole lot of quality outside of you, Louie. <laughs> That's why they bumped me up to opener. Yeah, right? <laughs> Cool, man. Now, where can they catch out the Matt Baker? Not a damn place. Yes. I'm waiting on a couple things. Not a damn place, Oregon. <laughs> yes. There, I'm waiting on a couple things to come through. Maybe I uh, might be going to Italy, Ooh. but I don't think it's going to happen because they keep calling me and I hate talking on the phone, and so I just don't answer. Ah. Uh, <laughs> like, I don't want it that bad. What, what kind of gig is it? Can you? It's say? a TV show. Oh, it's a TV show? Yeah. Nice. I don't want it that bad. No. Now, Not enough to talk on the phone to people. Yeah, who does that? I dated Erica for like three years before I even talked to her on the phone. I don't even talk to my family on the no, phone. No, no. Well, we, we have a landline, and the political robocalls are going crazy. Oh, really? It just rings all day. Uh-huh. So we did like did, went old school and just like left it off the hook. Oh, nice. Yeah. Good for you, Louie. I don't get any robocalls. But you don't have a home, li- home oh, phone. Oh, yeah. So I think there are some restrictions to calling your cell phone. Gotcha. So I'll let you know if I get on the Italian TV show and you can check it out when the date is going to come out. Who knows? Yes. That'll be awesome. Uh, That's great. Do I have to get one of those virtual private networks for my internet so my Comcast thinks I'm in Italy watching it? Oh, yeah, you could. I think if you watch it, you could probably watch it from here and that would bump my residuals up to 83 cents for my American downloads for the Italian show. How about I just create a bot that watches your James Corden episode over and over and over? That's actually a good idea. (laughs) I'm going to spend $500 for a guy to write me some code to watch James Corden. $1 million. (laughs) Just don't, there's a loop. Nine computers in 
Kyrgyzstan. I'm going to invest so much money in making this happen. (laughs) (laughs) All right, folks. Well, of course, if you have any stories you want us to check out, info at oddandoffbeat.com. We're on all the social sites. Like us on all those if you haven't already. Yep. And we... Hit us up on the Patreon. You can check us out for as little as a couple bucks. You can get postcards from the road, maybe from Italy. Yes. And we have a child size Odd and Off Beat t-shirt we're giving away. So if you have a child <laughs> or an adult who is child size, yeah. send us a message. We'll send you a t-shirt just to have because you're awesome. Exactly. So thank you so much for listening, folks. We hope you have a weird week. We are out. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Odd and Off Beats podcast.